Greeting, I'm convinced this finds you well. I take this opportunity to welcome to yet another sharing. This is episode 9 of season 1 under the main theme of life and godliness. I'm really excited to have you uh, to have you as my audience as we take this uh, space and share so that we as we live this life under the sun uh, we live it with uttermost godliness. In our last episode that was episode 8 just to do a recap uh, we talked about uh, reality is its quality and we really build on our worship to God. We should be very real to God uh, so that uh, we uh, we we have a quality worship to him. Today I'm super excited to to be here again to share with us another thing. Uh, before we go into that, uh, have you? Uh, I've never been. I've never been in an army. I've never been involved in anything uh, the soldiers do to prepare for war. But one thing that I know is, uh, before they go to war, they have strategy. Strategy, yes. So they need to know who they are fighting, the strength of their enemy. So that when they assemble the arsenal and the weaponry to fight, they exactly know who they are fighting and how to position themselves. That's very key. And so this will lead them to research and even to send spies to know to know uh, who are these enemies that we are yet to launch a fight with them and what do they have. Do they have sophisticated weapons that we don't have so that we know how to fight them back. If not, let's, if not, if we find that the enemies are overwhelming, we can go for peace. Yes, and even in the Bible, we've seen uh, uh, this strategy being used here and there. I may not exhaust all the examples in the Bible, uh, but just to mention, uh, before, in the book of Joshua, should be should be around uh, chapter six or seven. You can uh, you can go and look for that. You see, when uh, before uh, Joshua. And the army and the whole of uh, the Israel, children of Israel, uh, before they went to Jericho, uh, before they went into the walls of Jericho, uh, they went around the wall of Jericho and it came down tumbling. They sent spies who they went into the house of one, one harlot. And so they went to know uh, how is the thing, how is the, how is the environment there. So we see this thing, it's from all age, it's from then. Yeah, even uh, when uh, still uh, in the book of Numbers, we saw even uh, um, Joshua who uh, who uh, led the team who uh, led the team that went to the Promised Land to spy. Uh, who they were sent by Moses. So you see, this is a strategy. For it's a good strategy uh, for for victory. Should there be any? Uh, for the for those who love football, for the fan of football in the house year uh before before like for uh, for a coach we've seen uh, teams for teams to for football teams to be uh to to be tactic rather to be uh, a good team to win many matches we see before their matches we see them researching on the team that they are yet to to to, uh, to play with you see, they, they, they go and watch their previous matches, their pattern, their playing pattern, and how do they score, where is their strength, like how is their 
defense force how is the midfield midfielders how are, how are the midfielders how are they how is the striking force like who do they rely mostly who's the best player in the, this team and then they know how to play against them that said it brings us to our topic today today we want us to to look rather to share about our adversary the devil How did that sound to you? Today, we are going to share about our adversary, the devil, the Satan. We want to talk about the Satan. Why the Satan? Satan is the enemy of God and men. And so we need to know him so that we don't miss out on godliness. The Bible says uh, there is a place where Paul in the in the, in the book of uh, uh, in the book of Second Corinthians in the book of Second Corinthians you just want to get that one right away uh, uh, in the book of Second Corinthians uh, uh, chapter two verse twelve let me read, read from verse ten and then we are emphasizing on verse eleven we are reading Second Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 10 but we want to read verse 11. Verse 11 is where we want to put a hard look on. Verse 10 the Bible says um, I'm using an IV um, if you for, if you forgive anyone I also forgive you and what have I forgiven if there was anything to forgive I have I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake in order that Satan might not outwit us for we are not unaware of his schemes verse 11 i reiterate i repeat it again in order that satan might not outwit us for we are not unaware of his schemes so here the context there paul was saying that we should we are not unaware of his schemes so the question is is it true that we we are aware of the Saturn schemes that's the main reason why we want to share this podcast today so that we may not be unaware of his schemes and so in this sharing this is how this is the approach that you're going to use we want to know his character purpose nature of, of his temptation and Christian provisions against him that is the scripture we are going to use uh, we are going to tour the bible just to bring things together to speak into what i've just said his character his purpose nature of his temptation and christian provision against him i don't want to be very technical but just to mention uh, for them who have done theology there is what we call a systematic theology systematic theology is whereby you have a topic about something and you you affirm into that topic or rather you 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 uh, you bring fact for that topic from the bible like where does where like if we right now we are saying we want to talk about the adversary the devil where in the bible talks about him so we do a tour in the bible to know who this person is if I may use the technical words that is used under theology, there is a term called um, angelology, the study of angels. Under the study of under angelology, where is the study of angels? We have another subtopic called satanology. 
the study of Satan because Satan was an angel he's a fallen angel so the, under the systematic theology there is that part where uh, uh, the theologian study about him and what he like who is he uh, so um, just uh, I've just I've just made you know that Saturn was an angel. We'll we'll look into that as we even uh, go uh, deep into this topic. So our topic today is our adversary, the devil. And so just to start us off, I want us to start by we want to 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 make a a, a tour, and I welcome you on board. Put on some glasses some some magnifying glasses so that we may look keen into the scriptures i want you to put on your cap i want you to to jump on board and uh, uh and and join me in this journey uh, join me in this journey uh, uh, anthropological journey to know uh, this enemy of ours the devil so uh just uh just to start us off i want us to look both old and new testament uh, the uh, uh, the existence of his power. Uh, we want us to do a quick tour, both new and old testament, just to know his power, his existence. In that is instantaneous. Those instances that we can see how what he did, just to help us know his character his purpose nature of temptation and uh, how christian those who are in those instances how did they react towards towards that and i believe that will help us uh, have a great grasp of who this enemy is so in the old testament just to start us off we see that Satan uh, he seduced eve you know uh uh, the the story of the fall uh, the uh, the, uh, the, mm, the fall of man <laughs> for those uh, who went through high school and they did CRE there is a whole attention in the curriculum about the fall the uh, the fall of man the fall of man that is in form one in CRE uh, so we want to look at how the the, the what was the role what was the character of Satan that made man fall? And we see in Genesis chapter three, from verse one to six, I will not. We will. We will. The approach to this. Uh, before we continue, let me just make this disclaimer: uh, we are not doing expository, but we are just highlighting so that I provoke you to go and and and, and uh, do some expository uh, reading and research and just get a, a tight grasp of uh, what we are sharing here so i'm just uh, provoking us into this thing so we may not do a deep uh, expository uh, doing some deep uh, background uh, search and everything but we i'm just highlighting the word is highlighting and so it will help you go in uh, and go deep into these highlights that i'm giving so uh, in the old testament we want to as i said we want to look at his existence and power uh, we are starting the old testament and we see him in genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to 6 and uh, he seduced eve we see the devil seducing eve 
and how do, how does the bible how does the bible describe him in this instance like what are the words that were used to describe him in this instance so that we even as we we want to know uh, his character purpose and the nature of the temptation and how christian uh, can the christian provision against him so here the bible verse that is genesis chapter 3 verse 1 the uh, using niv it starts by saying now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animal the lord god had made so we see here the description he's been the word is serpent and uh, the description is he's crafty he's crafty he's in form of a serpent and he's crafty and what did he do here yes he seduced eve how did he do that in his craftiness he made god to appear as if he's a liar how do we know that because in verse after after the, this is a conversation with a woman and the bible says he said to the woman did god really say you must not eat from the tree in the garden you see his craftiness he creates doubt in you about god he creates doubt you see even that question did you uh, it says he said to the woman did god really you see how sarcastic he is did god really say you must not eat from the tree in the garden and we see him verse 4 make us to know that he made god appear as a liar verse 4 the bible says you will not surely die because god had already said you will surely die in chapter 2 verse 17 uh, we see when God was giving instruction to Adam, we see verse 17 uh, of chapter 2, he says, But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of God of good and evil. For when you eat it, you will surely die. So one of the car- one of the strategies of purpose of the devil, he makes God appear a liar so that he brings us away, like he pulls us from him because he knows he can't manipulate us when we are we are close to God. Yes, I believe that point you you've noted that point. So he seduced Eve. That is one instance that we are looking. Another instance he accused and attacked Job. He accused and attacked Job. Uh, and uh, this one is evident in the book of Job. And we see. I'll just paraphrase uh, here this instance and we see people, uh, people of god presented themselves before god and uh, we see satan was among them and he was asked by god where are you from and he said i'm from here f- um, from walking back and forth in the the earth and then there was a conversation about did you consider my servant job and we see him talking about uh, god like good things had been already spoken about job and we see here satan say uh, accusing and attacking job so he's an accuser and an attacker for them that are of God. Yes, that's another instance. He accused and attacked Job. Let's go to another instance in the Old Testament. He provoked David to do census, which was not what which was he was not supposed to do. If you read in First Chronicle chapter twenty-one from verse 1 all the way from verse 1 we see here david was deceived by saturn and he called for 
people to be numbered, which was not God's plan. And we see the people of Israel suffering because of this decision that David made out of deception from Satan. And we saw how God's wrath was over the people of Israel. And we see David repenting because of what he did. You read the whole chapter and you'll be able to grasp this one because you saw how people suffered and this and 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 David was very remorseful. Yes, that's another a thing we need to note about Saturn. Let's uh, shift gears and uh, there are other instances I I I don't have um I don't claim authority that I know everything about this one. As I said earlier, I'm just provoking you into this. Uh, there are other instances that I might have left in my sharing so you can check and uh, build up on that one let's shift gears and go to new testament and see uh, how the new te- how uh, his his existence and what he did in the new testament to a different character in the bible in the new testament he tempted christ in the wilderness that is in matthew 4 uh, matthew chapter 4 verse 1 to 11 and luke chapter 4 uh, verse 1 to 14 and uh, this year we see how he was very strategic in tempting Jesus. In fact, he used he used the situation Jesus was in to tempt him. He knew that Jesus had been fasting and praying, so he was weak in flesh. That's why he say, "If you are a child of God, change this stone into bread," because he knew he was his flesh was weak because of uh, because of hunger. So that is one of the purposes. You see how his strategies. Yes, I'm just trying to to make you uh, follow follow the, the the order that I gave. We want to see his character, his purpose, and nature of his temptation and uh, uh, Christian prov- provision against him in the Bible. So we see how he was very strategic to deceive, or rather, to tempt Jesus. And we see also he's knowledgeable. He's not ignorant of the scriptures. He knows the scriptures. And in fact, when he took Jesus to the high place and he told him to jump down, and he used a scripture there, he said that uh, it's written that the angels will be sent to come and hold you that you may not that you may not hurt your your foot on like you may not hurt your foot. So he's even knowledgeable of the scriptures. He knows the scriptures, and so that's very important to know about him. And uh, and uh, the, and in fact, Satan quoted uh, Psalms 91, verse 11 and 12, when he was he asked Jesus to jump, and he used the scriptures. That is Psalms 91, verse 11 and 12. So another thing to know about him that he we we know that we should know that Satan knows the scriptures. He knows the scriptures. He was an angel. We are yet just we will see look something uh we'll just uh look something about that uh, and how what happened to him so we see um uh he tempted christ uh he's he tempted christ that is the the first point we in the new testament uh, uh to look at instances that certain uh, uh his existence was 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 evident so he tempted christ number two he sifted peter he sifted peter 
that is in Luke 22:31. We see how uh, Jesus said you have been sifted like wheat. That is what he does to us. He sifted Peter. Uh, another instance that he caused Judas to betray Christ. It was ill plan of Satan for Judas to betray Christ. This was for the fulfillment of scriptures, but it was orchestrated by the Satan. Yeah, we. How did we know that this one was was done so that the scriptures should be fulfilled in John 17, uh, verse 11 and 12, verse 12, we see Jesus saying that uh, one one got lost so that the scriptures should be fulfilled, but the Satan uh, played a uh, role in it, uh, as the scripture says in john uh john 13 john 13 2 we see uh satan playing part in making judas betray so there is something to note there about satan another instance is he provoked ananias and sapphira to lie to the holy spirit that is in acts chapter 5 he provoked ananias and sapphira to lie to the holy spirit and we see peter saying why have you allowed satan to deceive you so we see uh, his work there another instance is he he buffered I'm a perfected or he was a stumbling block to Paul in 2nd Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 we see this uh, Paul saying uh, talking about the, uh, the, the 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 thorn in the flesh and how the Satan uh, was evident to make his to, to be a barricade in his work so that's another instance that we see Satan uh, playing part how just to see his existence and his power trying to manipulate the work of God so uh, which books in the Bible that talks uh, about his origin and who he is a little more yeah there are two books in the Bible that has talked uh, about the origin who he was and who who he has become that is isaiah chapter 14 from verse 12 to 15 to 14 there here in isaiah 14 it is telling us he was an angel oh lucifer you fall from oh lucifer it has described him as a morning star fallen from most fallen from heaven other scripture talks uh, talks about falling from high so this it tells us that he was an angel yes and uh, here again in, in isaiah chapter 14 verse 12 downward it help us know that he his character and and who he was in the sense of he was very pride proud sorry he was very proud he had pride and uh, we see him trying to compare himself he wants to be like god he wants to ascend this to the skies and be like god we see his pride evident here so satan is proud so pride is from the devil i'm saying that one with a low tone because i don't want to yeah yeah, pride is not good we know all of that we know that pride pride is not good so yes we see here his character and where he's like he was an angel another book that talks a little more about him is uh, ezekiel 
chapter 28 verse 12 to 17 in ezekiel 28 uh, 12 to 17 here we get to know again he was an archangel he was an angel and another thing that is very important here about him is that he was wise then and he was perfectly beautiful and these are the things that satan had that he has maintained to now to in his strategies so that tells us that satan was wise it means he never lost his wisdom so he's using his wisdom to manipulate because we know he's already condemned he's already condemned and he's for he for him uh, is the like he's, he's he's already been judged so he's manipulating us to pull us away from god to suffer judgment to suffer eternal fire with him and so in his wisdom he's using it to manipulate us something that is very key to not that is scriptural his wisdom is still with him and that is using it against uh, us because he is our enemy uh, so uh, those two books those are very key books when we want to understand about him uh, Isaiah 14:12 to 14 and uh, Ezekiel 28:12 to 17 mark that one if you have a notebook you can write it down and we'll go and look at it later so uh, uh, we want us to look at uh, how the writers of the new testament knew him uh here uh um i was just prepared to look at the new testament yes i know there are other examples how they even the old testament writers uh knew him but uh i am biased a bit here i want to use the new testament how the new testament's writers uh knew him and how like those instances that were written by these authors how did they knew him how did they presented saturn and we are starting with matthew matthew saw him as a tempter the seed snatcher and the sower's confusion i repeat that again matthew saw him as a tempter seed snatcher and a sower confusion as a tempter that is he tempted christ that is in matthew chapter 4 as a seed snatcher in the parable of the sower which was explained later by Christ in Matthew chapter 13 look at verse 19 and verse 39 like look the whole of it you will see uh, Jesus saying that he, the satan how he snatches the seed which is the word of god from the listeners so he's a snatcher seed snatcher mark saw him as belzebul belzebul is the prince of demons we see Uh, how people confuse Jesus to Belzebul in Mark chapter 3 verse 22 to that 26 and so we see uh, the description there of the, of Satan as Belzebul who is the prince of demons Luke saw him as a tormentor that is in Luke chapter 9 verse 42 another another uh, thing that Luke uh, presented to us about him is he afflicts with the diseases he afflicts with diseases that is Luke 13 Luke 13 verse 16 we see here the, the uh, Jesus healing the, the boy who was possessed with the demons and we see how he was afflicted uh, by disease which was demonic mm, yeah demonic yeah another thing here we see is that uh, he we see that uh, certain sift believers he sift believers sift believers 
Mm. He saved believers. That is in Luke uh, 22, 31. Uh, we see how he, what he did uh, to Peter. Yes, uh, John saw him as the father of all lies and murderer. That is in John chapter 8, verse 44. We see uh, this, the whole, the, 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 the bigger part of this portion here, the context was Jesus uh, responding. There was, a, uh, there was a, a conversation between Jesus and the Pharisees and how the Pharisees, did, they didn't want to endorse him as the Messiah and how Jesus was helping them to, uh, telling them that you are from the devil, your father, a liar because that is his native language and he's a murderer that is what uh, the john chapter 8 verse 44 uh, details uh, another thing is uh, how john saw him he saw him as a prince of the world system that is in john chapter 12 verse 31 he's the prince of the world system uh, another thing that john present to us uh, is father of unbelievers that is first john uh, chapter 3 and verse 10 he's the father of unbelievers and the last thing that john said about him is that um, he is the world deceiver he deceives the world that is in uh, revelation chapter 12 verse 9 he deceives the world another thing uh, another another writer of the new testament that helped us to know the satan is paul paul saw him as a prince of the as the prince of the power of the air the prince of the power of the air that is in ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 is the prince of the power of the air and then uh, god of this age he also saw him as the god of this age god with a small g definitely uh, that is in second corinthians 4 4 yes peter saw him as a roaring lion the adversary who seeks to devour believers is a roaring lion our uh, adversary that seeks to devour believers that is in first peter chapter 5 verse 8 james urges us to re- to resist him james urged us to resist him that is in james chapter 4 verse 7 where he say resist the devil uh, say submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you and Jude here, Jude gave us something, something interesting. He says he left his. Um, uh, we see how he, uh, Jude here. If you read in Jude uh, verse six and nine, because Jude has just one chapter, one chapter. We see him even how he fought with Michael and how uh, uh, the the archangel Michael did not dare to rebuke him. It tells us of how the power that Satan has. We see him battling with Michael and and. Michael did not rebuke him and Michael is an angel yes so that is uh, how the New Testament writers presented him to us uh, to help us know his character uh, to know his purpose and it will also help us uh, the last bit was it will help us also to as Christian uh, how to go against him because he was uh, he is our, our adversary and how I pray that the Holy Spirit will quicken our hearts to know his schemes because we are not ignorant as second corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 has said so may god help us to master his schemes so that we may live a life of godliness uh yes that is what i had prepared to share with us today our adversary the devil and how i pray that god will help us live a life to please him 
because we are not ignorant of his schemes. Thank you for giving me your ears. Thank you for your time. And I know this is very key to us as Christian. And I believe you will give it a keen ear and a hard look, even those scriptures that I've shared with us. Until next podcast, God keep you safe. See you. Bye-bye.